Hey, Business Building Warrior, it's Jim. I've got an episode today that's on YouTube and audio. So if you're listening on your favorite listening app today, this is one of those episodes where you could, if you want to, go to the show notes at silentjim.com and look for the link to the YouTube version of this show. And you'll be able to see the guests that we have on our show today. V is a student in our coaching program. She's selling about $1,500 a day. Her goal is to get up to about $2,000 a day of sales every day. She's a one-person operation with some part-time help that she describes in today's show. But it's a beautiful example of of how someone came knowing nothing about e-commerce. She actually didn't like computers and didn't use computers at all before she got into our coaching program. And she's built a beautiful business that has a goal of about half a million in sales this year, as we discuss in the show. And I think it's going to be nothing but up to bigger and better things from there. She comes from a background of running businesses, a spa business, like day spa, that kind of thing. But she walked away from that when she had a fire and some insurance issues. She walked away from that and then she got into e-commerce, got our coaching program. And that's the story that she's going to share with us today with lots of great lessons and details for all of us. And she can't say enough about how much she loves this community and the coaching program. So I really enjoyed hanging out with her today. She's got an infectious energy. You're going to see that showing through loud and clear. And some good lessons there too about just kind of between the lines, the kind of attitude that really propels your business forward. Your attitude really does matter. I've had episodes on that topic recently. And your mindset and your attitude, those are a big deal. You need to mind those things. Relationships matter. How other people perceive you matter, even in e-commerce. And you'll see how she handles that today as well. So it was a really good time hanging out with her. I'm going to bring her on the line right now. You're going to enjoy this story. So V, welcome to the program. Thank you. It's good to meet you finally. Hey, great to meet you as well. We just met a couple minutes ago. So I get to hear along with the listeners your story, which is where I want to go right off the bat. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I'm a serial entrepreneur. I've been in business for myself since probably 21 or 22. Kind of stabilized into the spa industry. So I ran, um, I had day spas for almost 40 years. Wow. Um, had done everything from restaurants to breeding and training exotic birds, you name it. I done it along the path. That's incredible. Um, yeah, There's it's so it's, many great stories. I mean, we just breezed through some incredible stories, I'm sure, of blood, sweat, and tears, failures, successes, oh, right? Boy, a little bit of both. You know, you one thing if I that I learned definitely is I made enough mistakes to become really good at what I did. So you know, that was kind of what that was. The reason I left the spa industry, my main spa had caught fire and that was central. So I ran all locations off of that. So when that went down, the business went down. Of course, there was a bunch of a bunch of insurance money. So I went to open up a new location and, and it ended up being just a horrible situation, bad timing for the building, and hence why I'm here today. Gotcha. Um, was yeah, and I got to imagine that's quite a momentum shift too. You know, especially I'm is as computer illiterate as they come. I, I we'll get into that in a minute. I'm talking about losing your business to a fire and then trying oh. to restart the same business 
just yeah. that momentum. You know, I, I experienced that in 2017. Oh, God. And even though I have a digital business, you know, we lost my home office. So I'm sitting it now like this was a pile of rubble. You can go back and see the pictures. We shared them. Oh, and I thought, hey, you know, we'll get an insurance check. Life goes on. But it's so disruptive. And all the little things you do can't imagine. I wouldn't wish it on anybody. Anytime yeah. I talk to someone who's experienced it, I kind of have this camaraderie moment of just like, oh, I know the feeling. <laughs> well, and it's so excruciating. I mean... It was, to me, it was so excruciating. And to give up a business that I absolutely loved, Mm -hmm. that was my identity. So then I had to figure out, okay, now who is V really, you know, outside of V the spa owner. So it was, it was really traumatic. And that's why, thank God I ended up in this, you know, it, it answered so many, so many boxes that needed to be checked in my life this brought to the table. That's and, incredible. I love yeah. how you're trying to swing us into the main point of this program. But I have a question for you before we do that, which is going to seem like that's out of left field. But I'm curious, you seem like the person, as all successful entrepreneurs recognize, you've built a lot of relationships over the years with oh, yeah. significant people that have poured into your life and you've poured into theirs. Has, have you been able to take any of that with you from your old world of spa into the new world? Or have you just maintained those as friendships? I'm just curious. And that may seem like a strange question, but I have a reason for asking. Well, something just came up just last week. In fact, a woman, I'm from Hawaii and a woman that I know there, she and I were, we were major competitors, but two of the closest friends you'd ever run into, you know, trust me, I understand that. Yeah. And so she contacted me the other day and she said, you know, I heard you're selling on Amazon and, and I'd like for you to rep my line. Well, I used to have my own skincare line. So, you know, so that was part of our thing was we both had our own lines and, mm-hmm. you know, all of that. So she's just approached me on that. So it's something I'm, I'm going to talk to Gail about. Yeah. See. Gail being your coach in our program, yeah. which yeah. for the listener's sake, that's phenomenal. She's a, such a beautiful person and great oh. coach. Just tremendous. Yeah. Our team, I'm so blessed to be on this team with these great people. <laughs> oh, God. Well, you, you draw to what you give out. So, so. Well, yeah. Well, thank you. I'd like to think that I reciprocate all the love that they show me. It's, it's a pretty incredible family around here. But yeah. uh, okay. Well, I love you set it up perfectly. That's of course, one of the models we teach. We call, have you dove into the proven product partnering module of the proven Amazon course yet? Spend a couple hours yeah. in there. It'll prep you for the conversations you're going to have with your friend on how to oh. get her brand up and rolling. And you'll probably end up helping her set up her own account and you'll get a percent. You do all the work and every check Amazon sends her, you get a cut. But it tells you the details of how to build that out. But that's, an, that's a perfect example. You know, It's not like you left that whole world behind. Those relationships still matter. They still count. They're actually propelling oh, you in some creative fun ways in this new arena, right? Well, this is the first one that has my old friends that has entered into this world where everybody else is, you know, old employees or clients or friends and right. um, people tend to stay in my life. So, you know. You strike so, me as that kind of so, person. Just Yeah. In, in, I've got in energy. go back to when I was six, you know. <laughs> wow. That's incredible. Yeah. And you females have that figured out. Us guys are, it's, it's a little, lifelong friends among guys are more rare, I think, for some reason. I don't Is know it? why. 
I, it just, yeah. it feels like it is, you know, I just know, I don't know any guys that hang out with the same guys they hung out with when they were six, <laughs> but I know yeah. a lot of girls who have maintained, females have maintained those relationships, you know, over the years. And Well, and I think guys, some of that is, is also island life, you know, oh, because, sure. we, you know, we're smaller, everything's mm-hmm. more condensed and we know each other all of our lives. So, yeah. you know, yeah. it doesn't matter that we're separated by an ocean now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. There's probably something to that. And it's a different pace too. I lived in the Keys in Key Largo for a while and definitely a different pace. Oh, yeah. Yeah, where yeah. it's warm and sunny year round and it's a smaller island. You're like, yeah, it's a different pace. It you it? down. <laughs> well, all right, let, let's keep your story rolling. I'm a, I have a feeling there's all kinds of fascinating vectors we could take off on with you. <laughs> but, but this isn't, this is a, e-commerce sellers podcast. So we'll do our best to keep that in mind as we roll. Okay. <laughs> I apologize. I'm the one taking us off track, not you. <laughs> so let's go with your story. So you got into e-commerce after you pivoted away from the spot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I just was trying to figure out what am I going to do? Because I thought, you know, you couldn't get any more signs that it was time to shift than a fire. You know. <laughs> So I, I just, you know, I meditate every morning, every night without fail. And so I just opened myself to just guidance. And my gut told me, it was something I had seen online. And my gut told me that, try this. Let's just see, mm. you know, you, you know how to do business. You're smart enough to not be incarcerated, you know, so, so let's see where it goes. So I went ahead and you know, I started researching, you know, to see where was the best route to go. And I almost went another direction and my gut pulled me back your direction. So that's when I ended up with you guys. And then I went through the course. I spent months, I mean, really focused on going through this because I wanted to learn this. And finally, I came to the realization it was a conversation that I had had on the Facebook group. And I said, do you really think that it's necessary to have a coach? Hmm. And somebody had emailed back and said, well, it's really a lot of handholding. Well, times a gazillion. I mean, it goes so far beyond that because I know without a doubt in my mind, had Gail have not been my coach. I would never be here today because I would have defeated myself along the way because this was so far out of my wheelhouse for one thing. And then let's compound that with the simple fact that I do not understand the computer. I mean, that's like, I always had young employees and I'd say, Hey, would you take care of this for me? You know? So that's kind of where I came from. And Gail, she's, I don't have enough words you know, I just don't have enough words. And that's part of what I really was hoping to, to just encourage people, get a coach. If it's doable, get a coach. It's a game changer from top to bottom. Now, if people didn't know better, you almost sound like a plant that I paid from some local community college <laughs> acting class to come no. on and talk about how great our coaching oh. program is. I didn't know you were going to go there, but we do hear stories like this frequently. And I love, you said you you were kind of told it was, it's kind of handholding, you know, yeah. and it, it's instructional, it's informational, but we take it serious. And you may have heard me say this before, V, but for the listener's sake, 
there's two things we're looking for when we bring coaches on board. And, and all of our coaches, we've got around 30 or so at this point, they all have these two things in common. They've got a teacher's heart, which yeah. not everyone has. There's some really smart, capable people out there that just don't have a teacher's heart. And that's okay. Not everybody does. But they just truly are fueled by the thought of helping people go through a proven process. They love it. They're energized. It's like we almost wouldn't have to pay them and they would just love doing it, that kind of person, yeah. right? And the other thing is, they're very successful. They know their stuff. Mm-hmm. So they're patient with a teacher's heart and they've built a great business. And those kind of people are diamond in the rough, as is Gail. And so many of our other coaches, just, you know, I hear similar accolades and they're all better at coaching than I am. I kind of lack the patience. You know, if you'd come to me and said, Jim, will you coach me? I don't know anything about computers. And I said, uh, I don't think I'm the right guy. I don't have the patience for, <laughs> to be honest with you. I just don't have the patience. I'm the wrong guy. Yeah. But that's why we have such a diverse team of, of great talent and different personalities. But you've got the entrepreneurial spirit. I could talk to you about business all day. Sure, sure. So let's go into your business a little bit. I want to hear a little bit about it. It sounds, you know, you came in pretty cold. It reminds me a little bit of the story of um, Abe, Abe on our team, Ordolani. He's actually one of our coaches now too, but he had never touched a computer or smartphone in his life. Yeah. And he became one of our leaders in our community, like digs into the data. Isn't that crazy? Click. And, yeah. Oh, just, and- he found his niche. I mean, he found his yeah. thing. He, he was wired for this and didn't even know it. Had he not hurt his, his back doing construction, he never would have discovered like, man, I really enjoy this. Yeah, isn't it something? Because I love it. I mean, this is, well, for one thing, I'm a workaholic. So this is a workaholic's dream. (laughs) (laughs) You can get up at three in the morning and work, right? (laughs) What's that? You can get up at three in the morning and work if you want to. Exactly. Well, and I do a lot because I I talk to brokers all over the world. So, So, you know, earliest bird. I'm all about that. So, <laughs> so a lot of times I'll get up because I'm able to talk to people at that time of the morning and, and they are happy to, to close the deal before 6 a.m., which works for me. So That's incredible. Now, where do you live now? We didn't catch that. I'm in Missouri now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So That's not Hawaii. <laughs> that's a little landlocked, isn't it? <laughs> they have real winners there too. How are you doing with that? <laughs> It's a form of torture, believe me. <laughs> yes, I understand. <laughs> yeah. Indiana. Right. So, but tell me about your business. You've, you've given us a couple of hints about it. Like, what are you doing? How, let's share some of, the, some of that story. Okay. Well, I started off, <laughs> this is always the joke between Gail and I. When I was first trying to figure out what I was going to sell, I had bought a bunch of bee houses. <laughs> A bunch of what? Bee houses? <laughs> bee houses. They're just big. And, you know, not thinking about the whole picture because I didn't know it at that point. I didn't know it. And so she's patiently going through with me trying to wrap everything. And, you know, it took one shipment for me to go, yeah, no, not doing that. So then I kind of just kind of put my head to it and said, okay, what am I most familiar with? Let me try to at least come close to my wheelhouse. So I went, okay, fragrance, cosmetics, skincare. And so that's where I stand now is, is um, fragrance, not fragrance. I'm going to be moving in fragrance, um, cosmetics and skincare. And started off, well, I'm up to a typical day. I'm selling about 1400 a day. 
And I have dropped this month, but it's because I'm running out of product and I, I mm. constantly have it churning. So it's, I mean, it's not, I, I don't do the wait for the product to sell. And then I, I do this. No, no, no. I've constantly got it churning all the yeah, time. Yeah. So, so I'm shipping. Typically I've got three shipments of maybe 300, 400 pieces per shipment going out a week. Right. Okay. Are you doing the business yourself? Yeah. Yeah. I hired my ex-husband to to wrap and tag. So I just finished um, adding on a warehouse. I've got a couple acres here. So I, I put a warehouse on the backside of my house, which now has become shipping and receiving. And then I've got all storage and prep. I have a, a, a freestanding garage that I totally built in. So now I've got this huge warehouse out there. Oh, that's so <laughs> and great. It's Highly effective. So, and, and you broke up just a little bit there when you were answering how many people besides you. You said you have one person helping prep. Is that what you said? Yeah, my ex-husband. I hired my ex-husband to help. Gotcha. Me. Okay. Yeah, and that it, it broke up for a moment there. That's. I'm sure there's stories there too. That's awesome. It's it's crazy. <laughs> it's a lot, and I know that I'm verging on having to hire someone, but I I've been enjoying not having any employees. You know, I. Sure. I typically would have at least 30 employees and now right. I've got one. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, you can ramp into it nice and slow at, at the pace. The business will slowly become more about you becoming a leader. It'll feel like very familiar territory, I'd imagine, as you grow because you couldn't run multiple spas by yourself. Right? You, had to, you had to find good people and the only wow. way to scale is to be a leader. If you're going to have people, you got to lead them. So, you know, know. the leadership journey is coming at you again. I promise I you, be. <laughs> Well, and I was kind of enjoying not having that, to tell you the truth. But it's oh, sure. it, to grow at the the pace that I want to grow at. No hurry. No yeah. hurry. But I'm a firm believer. And you could probably attest with your years of entrepreneurship that there's no such thing as a steady state business. It's no. either climbing or it's dying. And you can only do the dying thing for so long before you got to change something, you know? So exactly, it's going to grow, you know, because yeah. you're, you're good at what you do. And uh, yeah. It's going to grow. So it's coming. I'm just kind of giving you that friendly warning. It may be a year out there, but it's coming. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've, in the past year, I've doubled. I've, I've definitely doubled my business. So That's awesome. And now it's, it's to the place of, of trying to figure out, okay, you know, we're starting to generate some serious income now. Those numbers I mean, are significant for, for, for sure. Being only two years in. Mm-hmm. Um, not even quite two years, but I've never grown a business this fast before, ever, you know, where it's just pretty yeah, insane. The, the stories we hear from this community are pretty incredible. We almost take it for granted. We've heard it so many times. I and mean, we're coming up on a thousand recent success stories in our community from Amazon-based, fairly, you know, in, in most cases, fairly new sellers. And in many yeah. cases, nowhere near as qualified to run a business as you. Although, you know, you offset that by saying, I never use computers. So, you know, that's part of the gig. And <laughs> you figured it out. Yeah. So kudos on that. Yeah. I want to hear more about these products you're selling. Is this your line of products now? Or is this... No. No, I do just name brands, strictly name brand products. Stuff we'd all recognize. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you're using the replans strategies. You know, I have not gone through the replens um, really? course. Well, how do so you find just, profitable um, products? I've got um, brokers that I work with and they go direct to manufacturer 
And I've kind of gone through process of elimination with my brokers. And, you know, they give you offers, give you offers, and then you run your numbers, accept, reject, buy, 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 and then that's that. But it's kind of shifted now where I'm able to go, okay, I want Chanel, I want Christian Dior, I want this, I want this, I want this, and I know exactly where to go. And now I'm finally getting the full list instead of just an offer here and an offer there. So that has shifted and it's just been through time that I've proven myself as a buyer. So it's it's definitely shifted from there. So, you know, as long as I'm hitting my margins, I'm good. And everyone knows what I'm what I'm looking for. And so it's just become more and more easy and they like it because I buy a lot and then I'm not trying to nickel and dime. I know that I have to buy a lot of product, you know, and that's um, the only way to do it is is to do this. So, so you're getting your price competitive advantage by buying more than most people are willing to buy and you're buying large quantities. Yeah, yeah. Understood. They gotcha. So that's slightly riskier territory than we get most new sellers into. But again, you had business experience. Were these yeah. connections that you had before? No. Or did you find them? I found wow. them. That's a yeah. story. Tell us about that. Well, it was a lot of mistakes. I mean, it was a lot of mistakes. I My first transaction was with Europe and I lost 10,000 on my first transaction. It was all, you know, you got to be careful. And I didn't know at that point what to look for as far as people being fraudulent with it. I just didn't know. Mm-hmm. So that was, that was a hit. That was a significant hit, but I just. Well, what's the lesson there? V, leave it, give us a lesson there, V. I mean, what, what led you to make that decision? You know, you don't have to call out the website of the company or anything, but how did you end up in that trap? Talk us through, well, give us a little more detail there if you could. It was, I think that I had put out I don't know how many feelers I had gone on to different sites that that uh, if you're looking for wholesale skincare, this is where to go, this is where. To, and I, I started putting out feelers. And so they ended up contacting me. And that in the beginning, now I'm used to people contacting me. But I've been doing this long enough that people would contact me. But in the beginning, I, I didn't see that as a red flag. And they had the the list. They had everything. Everything looked legit. And, you know, they they had taken this to the point, Jim, this was insanity. They had taken this to the point where they even, I was able to track the movement of my shipment. Well, this, this shipping company was non-existent. It was a website. I mean, it was beyond belief what had happened with this and come to find out the whole thing was fake. None of it existed. You know, live and learn, you know, and it was a costly, costly lesson. There's a story. I don't know that we've ever shared on this podcast. I don't think we ever did. But when we were looking for a, uh, our son, when he got his black belt, our son Zane, one of the rewards we gave him, we said, you know, you can you get a, a certain amount of money if you achieve this goal that you've had for a long time. And when he hit it, we're like, okay, what do you want to do? How are we going to spend this money? He wanted a corgi. 
if, uh, the oh. dog, right? Uh-huh. See, there was nowhere around here that we could find one, but we found somebody who had one online and went through the process and checked it out and thought it was legit. Same thing happened to us. And I don't remember exactly how much money we lost, but it was significant, you know, getting the dog transported and all that. And we started getting suspicious when the prices started getting added on to the end. And it started to feel like how much money they could take us for. Like, wait a second. Because they already had some money from us at that point. So yeah, we ended up getting a Corgi. Legitimate. Learned my lesson. The first question I asked them was, so what vet do you use for your dogs? And they told me. And I called that veterinarian. I looked on Google and it really existed. (laughs) And I said, do these people do business with you? And they said, they absolutely do. Wow. So, you know, you just, you can never do too much homework in validating. And when you're dealing with international, especially, um, right. that's one of the reasons we tell new sellers, especially, they stay away from Alibaba. It's, there's some good stuff on there. There's a whole bunch of crooks on there too. And yeah. they blend in. See, it's I won't just, even touch that. Mm-hmm. And in fact, I, I don't deal with out of country anymore at all. And even when I had the spa, I, I was importing Thai balls. Have you ever heard of Thai balls? It's like, Poultice they use on horses if they've got a bad joint. Anyway, it's a massage thing. (laughs) And I was importing first order 10,000, second order 20,000, you know, and third order, they got me. (laughs) You know, so yeah, yeah. You hear those stories that the quality is great in order one, maybe even order two. But then that third order, you're like, yeah, I like these guys. I can trust them. Big order. It's either terrible quality. Or they right. take your money and run and shut down. Yeah. That happened. Yeah, that's why we, the models we teach just help people avoid those those minefields. We, we teach people to ease into it. You can see the value of that, right? Like easing into it. Sure. <laughs> slow and steady, small risks, test small, lose small, so you mm-hmm. can win big later it, versus going all in. So many yeah. disaster stories from... Uh, I, and I think it's well, important it, that you share these. And thank you for being transparent because this is going to save a lot of people a lot of heartache to hear this. Well, it's, it's crippling. I mean, it, it mm-hmm. thank God I, I've had enough experience in business to, although it hurt me financially, I could still take it in stride and know Good that, okay, now I need to go make that 10K up, yes. you know, rather than, than feeling defeated by it completely. Okay. Now I saw that as, okay, now I need to make this money up, get on it, you know? Good for so, you. Good for you. Know, you. But, oh God, it gets scary because you've got a lot of money moving at once. The way I buy. Yeah, you know, especially the way you're doing it now. But you've, you've eased into it. I did. Yeah. I did. Yeah. You know, ease into it. The product, for one thing, checking out is this, just because the numbers make sense, doesn't always equate. Especially because it takes me a couple of months to finally get everything processed, ordered to them. They process it, they send it, I process it, I send it, Amazon processes it and sells it. And so that's kind of a two-month process. Right. And so despite any of that, a lot happens in two months on Amazon. Things can change, sure. Oh boy. So, you know, I mean, I, I project forward a lot when I'm looking at numbers and learned learned a lot of mistakes. You know, just because I'm buying it at a good price doesn't always mean that that's a good thing because a lot of other people are buying it at a good price. So I try to keep it up high enough that not everyone will try to compete with me. So I've got a little less competition. Yeah, there's um, there's always a game in there, right? There is. 
and that's half the fun to me. That's half the fun is, is. I completely agree. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I love that the free market of Amazon and anybody can come in potentially at any point in time. And even if you got a private label brand, that's true. They can come yeah. in and compete with you. And it's a true free market scenario. Yeah. But I want to dive into a few more areas, like some advice that you might give to people. I want to hear some more numbers from your business as well as anything else you want to share. That's kind of the theme I have for the rest of the show. But but let's dive into your business a little bit more. So any lessons that you've kind of drawn out? Anything else, anything else that you think new listeners especially might might benefit from hearing from your story? Hmm. I, I think, again, I can't stress enough how much the coaching has helped me. Hmm. I mean, that that would be the biggest game changer of the entire, my entire experience. That was my biggest game changer. Well, give me, give me more specifics on that then. Cause you talked about you're trying to sell a big bulky, heavy item that was difficult to ship and manage, you know, yeah. so we obviously, Gail talked you through that. Give me some more specifics. Are there any, any instances that stand out to you that were of you know, special significance, aha moments, maybe. As far as with, with coaching, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Since that's such a big part of your story, you know, what else can you tell us about it? Well, she has helped me and not just, not just her because she'll reach out, you know, if she doesn't have the answer, she's going, okay, I'll get your answer. I received a cease and desist letter for Josie Moran, one of the brands that I was selling. Mm -hmm. And when you receive something like that, the first time that's scary. Sure. So she had somebody else take a look at it. And I don't remember exactly who it was, but she had somebody else take a look at it. And he kind of gave me his input. So I then at that point decided whether to continue selling or not. You know, was this was this a growl or were they going to take a bite out of me? Mm-hmm. And I had come to the decision that it was more of a, a just a gentle growl. So then, of course, my tactics shifted. So rather than sending in all that I had of that line, I would send in 10 pieces, 20 pieces and hold back. And that's when I started. I thought that that had become a smart way for me to handle things so that the right hand never knew what the left hand was doing. Nobody had a clue as to what kind of a competitor I was if they were looking at the numbers. For sure. Um, yeah. So so that has, I think, been smart for me because I'm staying underneath the radar. That makes sense. The Josie Moran could step in and, you know, if, if they don't want you selling their line, close it down. Mm-hmm. You know, make sure that nobody sells it. That happened to me with Paracon. I had just spent, over 20k on Paracone and then Amazon quit selling. <laughs> I mean, they dated it, you know. So here I sit with Paracone. You know? What'd you do with that inventory? I'm still trying to move it. Right. Are you using eBay or what's your I've got a little bit was being we were trying to sell it on eBay and really nothing was happening there. So it's I even am talking to an old friend of mine to see if she might do a Shopify or something. Yeah. I I just can't for me to try to put more on my plate at this point. Oh um, sure. You know, it's it's to that point. Something something's gotta give, and I'm hoping it's not me. So you know <laughs> understood. You know, it's well, just 
There's you a are lot. selling $1,400 a day. So you can make up for mistakes over just a few weeks if there's mistakes you make. You just try to minimize those mistakes, right? Right. And yeah. while you're trying to find a way to liquidate that, you know, that big purchase. And, and one of the reasons that I think you maybe in some sessions with Gail might want to spend some time looking at replins just so you can get a little better at picking which products you will and won't get into and really help you hone those skills. Because I imagine, do you get like a, a wholesale list of products? You have a, like a full list they send you. It'll really help you go through and pick which ones you should and shouldn't be looking at. Oh, okay. You just, do you use Keepa at all yet by any chance? Oh, I, I live and die by Keepa. Okay, I mean, good, good. Okay, yeah. so you've got a lot of the replin thought process already in you without realizing it because that's a lot of what we teach in replins is you know, Keepa is a, a must-have tool. So I'm glad to hear that. It would surprise yeah. me if Gail hadn't turned you on to that yet. Yeah, no, she did that right out of the gate. And Good. and I mean, I, I cannot conduct business without Keepa. It's just, I would make bad buying choices. So why why would I do that? You know, yeah, exactly. I, I'm working with with um, Keepa Seller Bench. I just brought Seller Bench in and that's tremendous. And they're, they're just helping me with the back end, you know, making sure that I get my refunds and, you know, different things that I should be getting. And they've already, oh God, I think that they've already brought in 1600 of money that I just, you know, wasn't even taking care of. Yeah. The money that Amazon owes you having a service, there's, there's multiple services like that out there that basically they help you audit your account and make sure you get what you have coming when there's refunds from the customer and you're owed some money or whatever, Amazon breaks or damages product. There's several ways that Amazon owes most of us money. And yeah, so there's a lot of good services out there that that perform that. So that's good. That's smart. You're at the level where you could use that for sure. Yeah. I'm just surprised at how much money has come back. I mean, I'm really surprised, you know, and they, I think that they're only charging me 25% of whatever they recoup. So, you know, I mean, that's, that's a no brainer right there. Yeah. Um, and then I do the, for the IP claims, I don't remember what it's called, but ACISM. AZ Alert, maybe? What's that? AZ Alert or IP. Yeah, well, that's, oh. I think what that is. I think that's tremendous just to know, am I, am I possibly walking into a bad situation? You know, it, it stops me. It, it will always yeah. stop me. Yeah. And have other sellers had a problem with this brand? Yeah, that's right. good information to have at your disposal for sure. Yeah, yeah. As much information as I can get, you know, right. you know, that's my best decisions right there. Is is thoughtful decisions. So, well, I, yeah. I want to talk about your your numbers a little bit. The okay. the the four, you said fourteen hundred dollars a day, kind of on average. What are you hoping to do in twenty twenty one? Like, what's your target for the year? You mean twenty twenty two? No, the, for the rest of this, how do you hope to end this year, 2021? Like what number do you want to finish out at? Well, I was really hoping to hit 2K a day was was kind of my goal. So for the year, um, half million, I'm, you know, I'm not sure where you're mm-hmm. at for the year so far. Well, and I, I think that, oh God, I'd have to, I'd have to pull up some numbers. To, oh, that's okay. To you don't back. have to do I've that. Been, I've been at, I think toward the, mm, I've been at 14 a day for the last three months on average, on average, because I, I jumped from a thousand to 14. So, so 
first of the year I was at a thousand. And then, then last three months, you've been at about 14. And I like how you're kind of processing your goal in a daily goal. Like you want to be at 2000 a day. You're not necessarily even thinking about a lot of times when I say, Hey, what's your goal for 2021? People have a number in their head. I don't necessarily, I'd like to see our daily sales at a certain level, right? Yeah. And it's higher than where we are now. So that's kind of how I process things too, is yeah. um, daily or weekly goals. But it sounds like you're well on your way and potentially with Q4 coming up. Right. right. Some sellers see 70 or 80% of their revenue in Q4. It's, wow. It can be incredible. So I think you could be sitting on a half million plus year yeah. for 2021. It sounds like to me with the momentum and the kind of the direction you're going. So maybe well, not a bad goal to set, you know, look at your numbers and, and see. But no, what, what's your uh, margin? If you happen to know, my my lowest is thirty percent after all everything. So I typically fall in at about thirty two, right? About thirty two percent after all Amazon fees, product cost, everything. So then that's right. that's what I've ended up with. That's solid. That's a solid it's, business. It's hard. It's hard yeah. to get it, but I get it. You know, and it means some. Some getting up at 3 a.m. to talk to my people. You know, I this is about relationship. You know, people think, oh, you're just working behind a computer and that's it. No, no, no. This is about relationship. Yes. You're speaking you my know? language. I mean, you've heard me say it a hundred times on here. Some people try to operate in denial of that truth, but it's about yeah. you, you have an advantage because of the relationships that you have and that you build. Yeah. Well, and they're they're so happy. I mean, because I pay instantly. I mean, I am a good buyer. I'm a good buyer. You know, I'm just, this isn't a game. I'm running a business, but I get along with my, with my brokers really, really well. And they're just so happy to, to offer to me before anyone else, you know, so I'm a little bit spoiled there. (laughs) That's so great. So do you get on the phone with them or Zoom or how do you? Yeah, everything's on the phone. Either that or I do the... Oh, what's it called? You know, it, it's it's Skype? texting, but but because okay. one of my one of my main brokers is in Australia, right? So she and I, you know, just just text back and forth. Most people, it's phone though. Most of yeah. them, yeah. Well, and here's the thing, you know, the, I call it the the superpower. I actually did a podcast episode. It's probably forty episodes back from this one, maybe even fifty, but. I call it the secret superpower that most of us as Amazon sellers never tap into. And the big takeaway is using the telephone, making phone calls, sending a text that says, hey, can we talk? Not, Mm -hmm. hey, let's text or email, but like, let's talk. Like we're doing right now, if people are watching on YouTube, you know, get on the screen and, and talk. That gives you such an advantage because so few people take the time to do that anymore. They, yeah. they want to do an email. They want to impersonal, place the order online. They don't have to talk to anybody. Real business isn't done that way. So you understand. Yeah. And I think that's maybe your spa days coming back. Like, yeah, of course you get on the phone if you want to get something done, right? Sure. <laughs> well, and it helps. It helps if you've got a problem with a, a product arrives. I just had an order come in that was totally demolished. Had I not have had my relationship with that broker... She wouldn't have gone to bat and, you know, I was able to deal with the situation, but it was all done with ease. It was very comfortable. Why? Because we were, we already had a very strong relationship. Yeah. So she knew, you know, and I always, whenever I receive a shipment, 
I always will shoot a text or or make a phone call. Thank you. Everything arrived. It was perfect. I really appreciate you. You know, and I get it. I mean, I, I absolutely know how I would feel if somebody made that call to me. You know. Yeah, that's a huge advantage. It really is. Yeah. I, and I even look at like some of the local store managers around here. It's the same thing. When the truck arrives on a Friday, just because I'm in there and I'm friendly and I happen to clean up and our shoppers are good people and we've got to know them and they'll text us and say, hey, we got another four cases of that product you guys love. Should we just keep it in the back for you? Right. Yeah. I mean, corporate policy is they don't do that for people. Right. But right. they do it for us because we're friends. We've built a relationship. You sure. know, I, I like to say, hey, you know, what's your favorite snack? Because I'm checking out and the, the, the cashier is busily working. And, and you know, next time they see me, they're going to remember me. That doesn't happen. Yeah. You could work years somewhere and not have somebody buy you a snack at checkout. But right. those little things, right? Those uh-huh. little advantages that you gain. And I'm not using people. I'm building real relationships. Sure. You, gen- you, you need to genuinely care about these people. Uh, right. And that probably comes back from your spa days too, right? The more sure. you care, it just shows. It comes through. Yeah, I was, you know, so many hotels, you know, the hotels that I didn't, I had a lot of um, satellites in, in little baby spas in some of the hotels. And the other hotels, typically at Christmas, I would always pull up to the concierge and drop off bottles of wine for all the concierges because they were the ones referring people. And I do the same thing now today with my brokers where I'll fire out a bottle of wine or something that I know that they're going to like. And it's what I would do with my friends. I mean, it's, it's no different, you know, and it's, it's the thank you is all I'm doing is acknowledging that I appreciate them, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, that personal touch goes a very, very long way. Even though we're in internet business, e-commerce, you've done a great job. And I think that probably explains a lot of your success as well. And you know, yeah. th- this isn't the kind of stuff you, they teach you when you get an MBA. No. This is the kind of stuff you learn when you run a successful business with 30 employees for a few years. It's like, exactly. you better be personable. You better be, right. better be up. You're not allowed to have a bad day in front of everybody. Yeah. You got to be on, you got to be going. Exactly. Right. So yeah. that business building warrior mentality and, and, People want to, you want people happy when you show up. Exactly. Right? Exactly. <laughs> it really comes down to that. That's the thing. It's it's not a show. I mean, is it part of my persona, my business persona? Of course it is. But it's also an extension of just who I am. That's right. You know, so. That's right. You know. And Gail warned me. She said she's a very positive person. You're going to love her. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just love Gail. I mean, I, I can't say enough about Gail. <laughs> yeah. I love the relationships that form out of these yeah. these coaching student relationships. And oftentimes the student becomes the coach and they do projects together. And, yeah. and you know, we've been doing this 16 years now. So you can imagine some of the incredible stories. And and I don't get filled on filled in until years later in some cases, and I'm just blown away. Wow. And we, you know, attend each other's weddings and kids you know, birthday yeah. parties and just the, you know, the, the level of relationships that are formed. Because, you know, my theory is I tend to think that the best relationships you'll have in life, at least a lot of them will be formed out of what you do, especially if you do it well, your business, you know, those are going to be the best relationships you have in, the, in many cases. So it sounds like you're kind of a living testament to that. But yeah. Okay. Well, so she's, she's someone that I truly consider my friend, you know, it, because it has, it has gone beyond beyond coach where I just, you know, she's in my heart, you know? Yeah. 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 That's phenomenal. I love to hear it. 
well, if you keep it up, she's going to want to raise. So we should probably stop there. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Of course, you know, that's one of the things we pride ourselves on in the industry is we pair coaches really, really well. I think that's why we've survived so long is very little of the money trickles to the bottom of this organization. It goes out into the coaching program and the coaches who do the work. So we're that's taking good care of them. But yeah. what lessons would you have for the new students in the community maybe who are considering doing this, anything else you'd have to say to them besides the coaching piece, like anything else that, that comes to mind, if, if not to put any pressure on you, but just want to make sure you have a chance yeah. to share anything that you had on your heart about. Well, I, I just think the biggest thing is, is hang in there, you know, pay attention because it will, you know, as much as you put into it is what you're going to get out of it. It's not going to happen for you. This is, hard work, but it's good work. And it's, it's worth every minute of it. And this is a, an industry that, that you learned, you learn so much from every day. You know, this is not, you learn and then you just go and you're successful. No, you learn and, and you have to learn enough to, to be able to at least get off the ground, but you're every day. Oh my God, the lessons that I learn along the way every single day. And I think that's part of my appeal to this because I've got one of those minds that just is constantly going and absorbing. And I like this group. I don't interact a lot with it, but when I do have time, I like to dive into something and I, I just, it's healthy. You know, it feels healthy to me. And that that is so, so gigantically huge for a business to not have a cancer within your your business. You know, yeah. and it, it just... Yeah, you know. negativity is is one of the hallmarks of many of the, the forums. And I don't know how much you've, you've spent time in e-commerce forums, but one of the worst places you can hang out is an Amazon seller. And Amazon is actually fully aware of what I'm about to say and... If they were being transparent, most Amazon employees would completely agree with me on the fact that the worst place you can hang out as an Amazon seller is inside Amazon's own seller discussion boards. <laughs> I oh. mean, they're toxic. They're just yeah, one complaint after another piled on with more complaining and not a solution to be found. And people even intentionally misleading each other in many cases because, yes. hey, you're my competitor. Why would I help you? But we, you've, have you heard the cake versus candlelight analogy that we use around here? You might like this V. If you haven't heard it, there's probably a handful of others. We don't see success as a cake. We see it as candlelight. Success as a concept isn't a cake. Because if it's a cake, that means if V gets a slice and then I get a slice and a couple of our friends get a slice, well, there's not much cake left. You better hurry up and get the cake or the success is gone. That's a cake. We don't see it like cake. We see success very intentionally and we drill it into our leadership team and into all of our students as well. And you've picked up on this without even hearing the story. It's like candlelight, meaning we can light as many candles as we want and it doesn't take away from anyone else's candles. Right. Right? It's a viral thing. You can spread it as much as you want. There's always room for more success in mm-hmm. e-commerce. And the numbers back that up. It's not just some kind of pipe dream. It's, e-commerce is only 15, 10 to 15% of all economic activity in the US. There's, and it's rocketing up. <laughs> we need to help each other. We're not among competitors you're among fellow business building warriors. Right. That's the main point. And that's what I think you're picking up on is mm-hmm. it's ingrained into the spirit of who this community is uh, to, yeah. to be helpful. Because, you know, as I'm sitting here, Via, and I, and I see your story, you're one of those people that very easily six months or a year from now could be coming back and 
you've got a multi-million dollar business and you've got things to teach all of us. And we need that relationship. We need that creativity. We want you to see us as, hey, this is the group of friends that helped me get where I am now. I'm going to help them with what I know. And that's how our community has grown. That's how we find our leaders. And that's why you're successful. That's no question there. You know, um, to see somebody that is, is truly happy when I'm succeeding, you know, that's what I get. And a lot of people aren't, you know, I mean, a lot of people aren't, you know, so this is, Mm. it's nice to have that, you know, that, uh, for sure. You could get me started on another soapbox there and I won't spend much time on it, but our culture does not celebrate financial success. And that's a shame no. because there's only right. one way to succeed financially in business and that's to serve really, really well. And that takes a lot of blood, work, sweat, tears, early mornings, yeah. late nights, sacrifices. Yeah. That few people will ever understand yeah. uh, the backbone of our culture. That's what I call business building warriors. You know, without us, the whole thing falls apart pretty fast. Exactly. Exactly. 80%, I think, of our of our economy, 80%, if I'm not mistaken, is small business owners. Small business, yeah. <laughs> like if we all just shut down, it's over. <laughs> yeah. So we are the economy, right? Yes, we are. <laughs> yeah, well, good work, V. Well, anything else on your mind before we start to wrap this one up? This has been a delight for me. I really enjoyed hanging out with you. You you need to come to one of our live events too. Well, and I, I wanted so bad to go to the expo and it just was too soon off of everything that had been going on. Oh, sure. Um, the right time the will happen. Expo. You're going to love this community as you get to hang out with them in person even more so, I think. Nice. Yeah. Anything else on your mind? Otherwise, I'll I'll start to wrap this one up. Okay. Yeah. No, no. I appreciate your time on this. I love talking to you. Oh, it's been a pleasure, V. It really is. You know, it's it just, uh, since I was a kid, I don't know, it just entrepreneurs have always held a special place in my heart. I remember driving past little businesses and seeing sorry closed and just wondering, like, there's a family that used to rely on that business. They used to have jobs there. The, the customers that used to go in, I just, it would break my heart. And I remember thinking, I, I want to spend my life helping people keep their business open and grow. Yeah. And just something inside of me, I, I think God put it there. Just, I enjoy entrepreneurs. So I can yeah. nerd out all day. I could do 15 interviews like this in a row and have a blast. <laughs> uh, but you've been a pleasure to hang out with today, V. But I'm going to talk to the listeners for just a moment and just say, hey, I hope you enjoyed this as much as V and I did. We had a good time together today. Uh, and yeah. if you enjoy episodes like this, there's one thing we ask you to, this is how you kind of pay us back, is to send your friends or anyone who's looking to make more money or use the internet creatively to silentgym.com. Tell them to check out the podcast, listen to a few episodes. They might get hooked. That's the only thing we ask in return for this free show. If you're watching on YouTube today, there's one other thing I want to let you know. Most of our episodes aren't on YouTube. Most of them are audio only. When we don't have a guest, sometimes we'll just go audio only or some of our older episodes didn't have video. You need to get over to silentgym.com and check out what you've been missing. There's a lot of good episodes over there too. Last thing V mentioned earlier on, the community. Well, we're going to have a link in the show notes today to our free Facebook group. It's about 66,000 people that hang out from around the world, business building warriors. We've all subscribed, or at least the vast majority of us, to this concept that success is like candlelight, not cake. It's, we, there's no poverty mentality allowed. It's an abundance mentality. We want to help you succeed. So come hang out with us if you're not in Facebook yet for that. We have many people, V, I don't know if you realize this or not. The only reason they use Facebook 
is for that group. They can't stand Facebook otherwise, which I think is pretty funny. But that's where they hang out there with us. And uh, so do that if you're not doing it yet. But God bless all the business building warriors out there. It's been a pleasure hanging out with you today. I hope you found some inspiration. I know I sure did. Some infectious energy from my new friend, V. Great stories. If you're interested in our coaching program, be mentioned it a few times. You can go to jimcockramcoaching.com. Again, link in the show notes for that as well. Everything we mentioned today, we'll have links there. But we'll have another great episode for you like this one again real soon. Thanks, V. Appreciate your time today. Thank you. I'll see you soon. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit SilentJim.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.